back to The Fool and the Page, a podcast for writers, the tarot curious, and for all of us making stories to make sense of things, hosted by me, Claire Campbell, your fellow seeker and storyteller. This is a little mini-sode inspired by a solstice poll, which I found initially disconcerting and yet continues to make more and more sense, <laughs> as always, um, as per usual. Before we get into the episode, just a quick update on that free session that I mentioned in the previous episode on Queen of Cups. We have a date on Tuesday, February 9th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will be teaming up with Rebecca Manley for a word search session, and we're going to explore heartbreak, healing, and radical self-acceptance for you or your characters through a series of writing prompts designed to inspire empower and help heal the writerly heart. This is the second time Rebecca and I will be teaming up. The first was to celebrate the launch of her of her debut book. So I'm excited to do this again. You can register at my website, bluestonewriters.com. And now for the episode. All right, so back to that solstice poll. I usually do a reading at each solstice where I pull a single card as my theme for the coming six months. And honestly, I'll I'll do a few readings on or around the solstice, but I, I love to pull a single card on the day of and just meditate on that one theme. So for this past winter solstice, I pulled Hierophant or Hierophant, pronounce it however you like. And I went, okay, (laughs) Because this was the card for 2021. This little five, this little baby five of the major arcana was the card for the collective for 2021. And boy, did that energy seem to fit the previous year. So I was kind of like, this one? Really? Still? But you know what the best thing about both this card and the tarot as a whole is? They both beg the question, why do you see things this way? Is there another point of view? Is there a way we can reframe this shit? So welcome. Welcome artists, welcome writers, and welcome Hierophant. I'm looking at the wild unknown. If you'd like to search for that image or... Pull your own version from your own deck, um, anything you like, for the Hierophant. I like looking at the Wild Unknown because I love the raven here, um, who's balanced on its black key. The bird's feathers are spiky and ruffled, and there's lightning crackling in the sky behind the raven, which could could be floating, could could be flying with the key in its grasp, or uh, could be standing on something that we can't see. But regardless, there's this look of, like, this creature shouting in the rain, like, crying out with some news or idea. Now, this card in much older versions of the tarot was literally called the Pope. So, sometimes this card is seen as being a kind of spiritual leader or gatekeeper, keeper of the keys, the one with access... Now, the nice thing about that is sometimes we need a mentor. Like, yeah, help me out, Hierophant. Who's here to help me out? And I love a teacher. 
I love a class. I love a mentor. The scary thing about this symbol is that we, we also really need to find out our own truth outside of systems in which we may have little choice. And this was really apt for 2021, right? Like this question of like, do we need to keep doing it this way? Why are we doing something just because it's been done a certain way for years and years and years and years? The cool thing about both these sides to the card, both the sort of understanding that sometimes you're seeking guidance, you're seeking mentorship, and then the idea that you really have to question (laughs) what you've been taught and find your own way, both sides to the card invite questioning just like the best teachers, the very best mentors. Think about your favorite teachers that you've had or that you have. The best mentors invite us to question what they bring to the table so that ultimately it's up to us to fashion our own keys, so to speak. So here's, here's some examples of some, some ways that I could question my own initial reaction to pulling this card for the solstice and feeling like it indicated that I was behind the times somehow. First of all, why am I considering this time thing, (laughs) this calendar to be uh, a linear deal? And why am I thinking that the tarot is predicting the next six months for me? I know better. I know better than that. Secondly, why do I think that because I've pulled this card for 2022, that I'm somehow behind the curve because I should have finished with that energy for 2021? Like, it makes me uneasy. Like, wait a minute, there's, there's more rough times ahead. Like I wanted something different. I didn't want more rough times. <laughs> when the truth is, and not to be too gloomy here, but like, of course there's rough times ahead. Of course. For me personally and for everyone. The better question is, how are you going to approach them? If and when the inevitable rough times arrive, could you consider a new way to approach them? Can you reframe the way that you see and deal with the rough times? And here's where we have to give ourselves credit. And I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to give myself credit. In 2022, I've already started a new mindfulness practice. You're probably going to hear more about it. It is extremely imperfect, as any mindfulness practice should be. But this is a brand new approach for me as an individual to weather some of the storms that 2022 inevitably has in store for me. And this is a balance between seeking my own answers while following the guidance of trusted individuals. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be a balance. And it's not always going to be 50-50, of course, like we're striving for balance, understanding that it's not always going to be perfectly balanced because that's impossible. But the point is being open to the idea that it is not necessarily one or the other. And I think that's where the real reframing happens, right? Is me just imagining, this card is one or the other. It's one or the other for me. Why can't it be both? Why can't it be a combination? Doesn't mean I'm out of step. Doesn't mean I'm behind. Doesn't mean that I'm wrapping stuff up that nobody else is wrapping up. Come on. Come on. 
I want you to take a moment to just consider a tiny or, or big way that you have already started to shift your mindset and try something new to, to change your own perspective on things, good or bad. And it does not matter if you're hearing this in January 2022 when it comes out or any other old time. Because while I love the solstices and they are powerful and special to me, it is always a good time to reevaluate. It is always a good time to reboot. So it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. Stop for a moment and just consider what small or big ways have you recently attempted to shift your mindset? Give yourself credit for that, even if you're at the very beginning. Hell, I'm like, I'm like 10 days into meditating. <laughs> Y'all, I've not been doing it that long, but I'm doing it. And yeah, I'm going to give myself credit for it. It's really important. We're going to continue this theme in a brief, reflective writing activity or pondering activity, whatever you got time for, starting now. So first of all, deep breath in. Exhale. Okay. Got a quick reflective activity for you. Thank you for listening up until this point. By the way, thank you for being here. Thank yourself. I've got a quick reflective writing activity for you. Five to seven minutes. You can also just think. Regardless, I invite you to clear yourself a space and set aside anything that you don't absolutely need in this moment. If you're writing, you can write from your own point of view. You can also use this time to write from a character's point of view. Whatever you need. Just got a single prompt for you for writing or reflecting, hopefully both. I want you to consider what keys have you crafted for yourself on your own? What have you unlocked because of your desire for knowledge or your desire to make something or your desire to help others? How have you crafted access for yourself and how does that make you proud? What door or doors have you opened? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm continuing the metaphor. <laughs> it just keeps going and going and going. It's like Matthew McFadden walking toward Kira Knightley in a meadow at dawn. It just never stops. <laughs> what door or doors have you opened for yourself? And how has that changed you? How does that make you proud? You can write for five to seven minutes here. You can save this for later, or you can pause now and write. Take another deep breath to close out. Deep breath in. Exhale on your own time. Thank you for being here. And thank yourself, take a moment to thank yourself for just taking 10, 12 minutes, whatever this ends up being, um, to just think and reflect. And if you enjoyed the episode, I hope that you'll share it with your friends. Please do tag um, the podcast at Fool in the Page. And for writing programming, mentoring, and tarot reads, be sure to follow Bluestone Writers. And check out that upcoming free word search session on February 8th with me and our special guest author, Rebecca Manley. Until then, take care 
and I look forward to writing with you again soon. Bye-bye.